evening. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we're going to start off in decency and order, y'all. And we're going to come out of Psalms 104. And it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. In the Thanksgiving season, we should be thankful for what God has given us, be appreciative of what God has blessed us with, be happy with the people that's still around. I know a lot of times people go through it because somebody that you had Thanksgiving with is not here this Thanksgiving. Be appreciative of the ones you do have because sorrow, depression, and pain can make a mental jail where you do not appreciate what's around you, amen. Let's go into prayer. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. God, continue to bless us, continue to be with us. God, we thank you, we love you, we honor you, God. Continue to be in the midst. Touch anointed radio, elevate us to where you want us to be. Let it be all of you and none of us. Let this platform be a representation of you, God. God, touch out to the masses, the masses that's been reached and unreached, so that somebody out there can say, what can I do to be saved? Or they can say, I learned something today, Lord. God, we, we just say, touch everybody from the top of their head to the sole of their feet, God. Let them be grateful. Let them be thankful in this season, God, as we go into the holidays. Touch everybody that, with a suicide mind, God. Take it out in the name of Jesus right now that they can understand that they are loved, that no problem should have a permanent solution like that, and that they have a support system just to reach out. God, we just thank you. We glorify and we love you. Continue to be in the midst. Touch every listener. Touch everybody listening in the podcast. Let them be able to see you for who you are. Not for the representation of how you've been presented, but for who you truly are in their life. We say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen, amen. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can find me on Anointed Jaylon. Again, it's uh, Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. We got, um, what else? You could go find my single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. I got a new single I'm working in the, in the works, y'all. It's about to be something fire. 2020 coming soon. A new Pastor Jaylon Calhoun single coming out for 2020. And I want you to know that Jesus make you happy into the New Year's, into the Christmas, into the Thanksgiving. Because Jesus, you make me happy. But don't forget Dr. Marvinetta Clay with Worship Forever. Go check out Worship Forever, y'all, and download her single. Make sure you follow her on um, uh, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, uh, M. Clay. Just look up. She should have just changed it to Love Child of Marvin, Marvin Gaye and, and Etta James because that's who she is. She got the vocals to match. Go download Worship Forever. And then go follow my other co-hosts, Sing Chris J, Chris Johnson, y'all, who got the Chasing After You song, songs going places, going far. Go download it, y'all. All our singles, go download it. It's easy. It's free. Hello, somebody. And I want everybody to know, make sure you go out and vote. Vote for what? Vote for Anointed Radio Network for the best internet radio station and it will be the first Las Vegas 
history making. The first Las Vegas station to represent at the Stellar in Vegas. Hello, somebody. Some homegrown talent and business will be here in Las Vegas. Definitely go to thestellawards.com and check out the radio portion. Go to internet radio station and you will be able to vote. We're the first one. It's the A. Anointed Radio is the A. It's the first one. Go vote for us. Make sure you're in, in the masses to get us there and nominated for 2020. 2020 is the year of vision. 2020 is the year of growth. Amen. So one thing I want everybody to know is this. Go follow Anointed Radio on all of our media platforms. What is that? We got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, on just look up LV Anointed Radio. LV like Las Vegas Anointed Radio. And then we're on everything but title. So you can hear this interview and all the past 133 interviews we've had since we started on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, um, Radio.com, um, what is it, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, all of them except title. We're going to get that. We speak that in the name of Jesus right now. So I just want you to know, go check everything out with Anointed Radio. Go follow, go tell a friend, go spread the word, and tell them about Las Vegas number one station, award-nominated Anointed Radio Network here where we represent Las Vegas and Las Vegas talent. Amen. So we're going to go and go into announcements. Our announcements is not going to be the same because I ain't got nobody here. You know why I ain't got nobody here? Because they over there singing, all I want for Christmas is you. They're singing with Mariah Carey, my co-host Chris Johnson, and Dr. Marvinetta. They're out there at the Caesar Palace right now singing with Mariah Carey with the holiday spirit. I hope you guys have some holiday spirit because it is around the corner. Christmas is next month. Gee, Jesus, that came up fast. We're happy happened to 2019, right? So we're going to go ahead and go into the mix. And with us going into the mix, we're going to go and play. Um, I'm trying to think what would be a good song that we could play today. We're going to go ahead and play Micah Stampley, Another Place, and get into the worship spirit. Amen. So see y'all in a minute.
worship you in this place. Deeper prayer in this place. Greater consecration in this place. destiny extremely close to my victory cause here comes trials and troubles jealousy and envy I must be close to what you have for me I must be close to my overflow extremely close to my miracle, cause here comes confusion, problems, and enemies. I just believe that I must be close to what you have for me. Oh, too much is given, so much is required.
Everybody all over the room, open your mouth and worship him. Lift your hands and bless him in this place. Real simple song. Come on, say it. All of the glory, Lord. 
one in my world that give me so much hope. Jesus, you. My single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. Go download it, y'all. It's free 99, and it makes you happy because you're happy to be in the house with your family. Play that at Thanksgiving while y'all over there doing, the, you know, your little stepping and everything, eating the turkey and all that. But we're going to go into the interview, y'all, and we have Pastor Jamie in the building. Yes, sir. And we're going to start off with a Pastor Jay famous icebreaker question. And my icebreaker question is this. You ready? I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite side for Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, favorite. Let's see. That's a mood thing, man. Like, cause I love, I love yams. I love sweet potatoes. So, uh, I would have to say, but I'm gonna say greens. Greens. Like, yeah. If they're done right, man, you get you some collards and mustard together with some, you know, some 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 uh, salt pork in it. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just do it right. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go with the greens, man. You can't go wrong with greens. Okay. Yep. So I'm a macaroni cheese person. Okay. Mac all day, every day. And it got to be baked macaroni cheese, not, you know, come out box. I mean, baked in oven, crust. Got you. Four different cheeses. I was just talking to my sister about making the proper macaroni and cheese, man. I like my macaroni and cheese super moist and like that gooey, you know, so... uh yeah, I ain't no connoisseur in the mac and cheese, but I love a good, good, you know, 
just a just a the, the, that consistency of like something that sound like it make that noise when you stir it. Right. That's the type of mac and cheese I like. That means it's good. Yeah. So tell all the listeners if they don't remember you from last time you were on where where your hometown is and where's your ministry and all that good stuff. Well, you, this is how I do it. This is your favorite pastor's favorite pastor, Pastor J Three, also known as Jamie Paul. I'm right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. I um. I'm an associate pastor over at Revive Church, which is led by our my pastor, Pastor Javon Banks. Revive, we uh, we do service out of Canyon Springs High School Theater, 350 uh, West Alexander, uh, and that's in North Las Vegas, 89032. Y'all can come check us out. Our services are uh, Sunday, 10.30 a.m. We'll have you in and out. We'll give you that good, good, you know what I'm saying, Jesus, and get you out of there by like 11.30, 11.45 Oh, that's that quick sir. Man, good worship, man. Good meat and some word, and uh, you, you're gonna feel, you're not only gonna feel good, but if you and if you need any more, you know, we we can go into a whole lot of you know helping you build that relationship with Christ and the whole nine. So yeah, we're a real church. Amen. Amen. So you know, I always love hearing about ministries because my number one, you know, everybody loves worship service. I mm-hmm. love worship. Yeah. But you know what? I really am like I can't wait. Bible study. Bible study, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. We have Bible study every Wednesday at six thirty. Uh, still at Cane Springs High School in the, in the theater. We usually hold it in the lobby, and uh, everybody's welcome, man. We have a ton of fun. Uh, we usually ha- keep a worksheet, something that you can go home with, something that you mm. can, you know, reference to, reference back to throughout your week. So, yeah, it, it's just Bible study is it's like the heart of growth. Put it like that, because you could get preached to on Sunday morning all day. But um, Bible study would, is where, like, the retaining starts. Right. You know what I mean? When you the things that to, stick. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, so that's the good stuff. So. Yeah, because I remember when I was a teenager going to, uh, to Bible study, mm-hmm. I liked it because you could talk. Yeah. You could ask your questions. Straight up. Because, you know, I tell my youth um, at my church all the time, I know you got questions. Because when I was your age, I, I had a whole bunch of questions. Yep. First of all, you know, if, about the Bible, about what the scripture mean, what was happening. And that made me excited to be like, oh, I'm learning. Yep. Because when you know you're learning something, then all the catechisms start making sense. And then you start understanding why you're there. Yeah. You start understanding what the Bible talking about. You begin to, you, you'll be able to... Be Begin to apply it to your situations, right? And and it, it began to make more sense. Amen. So, one thing I would like to ask you: What is your favorite scripture? Uh, Proverbs three, five, and six. Do not lean to your own yeah, understanding. Yeah, yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not lean to your own understanding. Um, that's my favorite, man. It's something that's gotten me through. Uh, but it's it's just like it's solid. You know what I mean? And um, if it, my other go-to would be um, uh, uh, love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, so those are scriptures that I try to live by 100%, man, I, and that's what drives the ministry in me. Amen. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something off the cuff. You're a minister, so you should be used to this. Give inspirational word on, your, on the scripture you just given. Um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trusting in God, trusting uh, itself uh, has so much substance to it in a relationship. And it's probably one of the most difficult things to begin to do in a relationship. But the moment that you try to understand the other, the individual that you're in a relationship with, this is when the trust can begin. So my, my basis in saying this is, listen, 
if you begin to try to understand more about Jesus, you'll easily begin to to trust him more. Mm. And so um, do not lean into your own understanding. A wise man knows that he knows nothing. Right. And so your understanding is not that of God. We don't think like God. God has this thing for us where uh, he holds up a standard for us and our, the standard is obedience. Mm. And so instead of trying to think for God or think like God, just be obedient. You know, so even in that trust and in that obedience, um, just allow God to lead you. He'll direct your path. Amen. I hope it made sense to y'all. Um, it, it was off the cuff, but, you know, there's a little bit of word in me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Say, that's, what, that's what you're supposed to do. Okay. I always I always think there should be, I'm speaking into existence right now, I think it should be a big preacher thought where all the preachers get one scripture mm-hmm. because everybody comes from different walks of life, yeah. and they all could be able to break a part of that scripture. Yeah. And then be able to just be like, you got five minutes. Man, you would have loved, uh, you will love. And matter of fact, let me give a special shout out to my spiritual father, Pastor Kelsey West, because he did that with us coming up in ministry. Uh, we would have these, uh, I, I guess we would call them um, uh, sermonettes, so to speak. Okay. It would be a lot of us, mm. a lot of ministers, uh, MITs, minister in tra- ministers in training, and it would give us like one scripture or, or maybe even one book or one chapter, and we would have to dissect that thing, and everybody would touch on either the same thing or something different, but it would come from different angles. Right. So you would have loved that. Um, we used to have revivals, man, all the time. Um, I don't want to—yeah, it was a revival, but we would just have these engagements so that, you know, we would get—he he was really a, a teacher. He would train us properly, you know what I mean, on how to dissect Scripture, how to really see Jesus in everything mm. versus just preaching— on a topic, um, we'd, have, we'd all look for Christ in that thing. Find Jesus in it versus just handling a situation. Because anybody can motivate you, you know, but everybody can't deliver you from that thing. Mm-hmm. I can motivate you to get out of it. Jesus can deliver you from that thing. You know what I mean? And so you would have loved uh, Nehemiah Ministries, man. Special shout out to y'all. Special shout out to Pastor Kelsey West because he literally would give us uh, not just homework, man, but it would... He gave you that thing that made you want to crave, like, knowing more, knowing right. Jesus more. Not just so, because people, and I'm sorry to just go off, man, but I have to. Sometimes you want to be able to quote scriptures, and you just want to be able to stand in the, in, the, in the ring with the best of them. Like, man, when they stand in there quoting scriptures and y'all going back and forth and having your conversations about Christ, you want to be in there and be able to lock that thing in. Well, he gave you, he was like the driving force for that. But it was more to it. It was no Jesus, he would always say, take me to the cross. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're talking about, you should be able to get me to the cross. So right. rather in your intro three points in the close, man, you should be able to get me to the cross. And that really blessed me. It blessed my ministry. It blessed me in my growth um, even before becoming a pastor, even just as a minister. Um, sometimes people don't get their, their gems while they're here, and I just had to shout them out, man. Pastor Kelsey West, once again, thank you so much for the training, the uh, upbringing, and, and what you've done. So amen to that. Amen. Um, you know, one thing that I could definitely just, I'm going to say a side comment on what you said, because that was deep. If nobody's listening to anything, I want you to, somebody to highlight what you was just talking about. Because I used to, coming up in the ministry as a deacon in training, used to want um, to be in the in the ring with the best. Uh-huh. I always wanted to be able to quote the scriptures off the cuff. Even though I, I know my word now. God showed me something. I went out and evangelized at 16. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm about to be, I'm about to get on with this Bible. Yep. I got doors slammed 
and face. I got yelled at, cussed out, all that, right? Until I met another um, young teenager yeah. that was crying and just sitting there looking super depressed, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what scripture to go with this one. Cause he's like, my girlfriend left me. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm, dep- I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. And I, and I was like, God, guide me to say what you would want to say to him. Right. Where we ended up after talking, praying, and I invited him to the church. I was like, hey, you know, I didn't say nothing preachy. I didn't give him no scriptures. I was just like, hey, God, love you, mm-hmm. and you need a support system. You're not out here by yourself. I was speaking life into him. See, why am I saying this? I'm going to tell you why. Pastor Jay has always a reason why he's bringing up stories. I learned then I'd rather have my life reflect the Bible than what I speak. Amen. Because a lot of times we could quote, but when the when it goes outside, how are, is your mannerisms? How are your relationships with other people? How are you taking? Are you are you grudgeful? Are you hateful? Are you always mad? Are you somebody that is super depressed, but you're talking about hope? Yeah. These are the things that I always pray to God. i rather have my life show it mm-hmm. than be the best theologian out there. Not saying I ain't got no education. Right. Don't come at me like that. I'm just saying. I heard somebody in the background was like, oh, so you ain't got no education? No, I know the word. The thing that I'm saying is I feel like it's more important to have the lifestyle because, you know, you could say a whole bunch of words, mm-hmm. but your actions verify what you actually believe in. Yeah, that's 100% true. Um, your, the greatest sermon you'll ever, you'll ever preach is the life that you live. Amen. You know, so you're, you're accurate in that. So, let's talk about your event coming up. Yeah, man, that's what that's the ultimate reason why I came to see you tonight, man. And I, I thank you, I thank you, thank you. I can't say thank you enough for allowing me to be here to share uh, my little uh, ideas, my little dream um, on your platform, your outlet, man. Thank you so much. Amen. Uh, but, yeah, January 10th and 11th, uh, I've created something titled uh, From a Woman's Perspective. Mm. Uh, I got a lot of buzz from it. I got a lot of feedback, both negative and positive. Some people just uh, in concern, just want clarity on, you know, how can a a man speak from a woman's perspective? Mm-hmm. And so it's been a whole a ton of questioning. And um, so I'll tell you, first thing is the basis of this is it's catered to women, but it's uh, it's designed for men. And so it, it was designed so that we can hear from women. Uh, properly, we can hear their perspectives on things, meaning that, yes, I will be the one um, hosting and, and speaking uh, at this event, but I there, there's also uh, audience microphones. I, I want to hear the feedback because the, the perspectives that I'm coming from uh, is this. It's three sides to every story, mine, yours, and the truth, Amen. but the truth being the Word of God. And so there's a lot of different situations that um, I've noticed, I don't know why during this season, uh, God has really had me speaking to uh, the hearts of women and 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 just trying to learn women, so to handle them properly. Uh, and that includes like the way I handle my wife, the situations I, 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 the way I handle situations with my wife. It has a lot to do with being a man. A woman's perspective can pretty much tell us uh, our kind of like our do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to make it sound like a rule book, but... Uh, I'll use this for an example. I said from a woman's perspective, I hear a lot of women, uh, there's no age demographic, whether old or young, and they say, you know, I know my worth, or this woman doesn't know her worth, or these young girls out here don't know their worth. And I asked the question, 
I haven't got uh, an answer, a biblical answer yet from a woman that would say, uh, you know, what's what's where, where do we start with this worth thing? You know, what is your worth? Because now if you help us to understand um, what your worth is, then we can also hold ourselves accountable and how we handle you. Right. Because um, sometimes in relationships, we just begin to be uh, we get so comfortable uh, manipulation flows every day, all day throughout right. the relationship, right. uh, whether it's intended or not. And so I was looking and God is revealing some things to me biblically that says, you know, when it comes to the worth of a person, period, especially those of believers, um, the worth is obedience. So obedience is the standard. And so anything you're doing outside of the obedience of God diminishes your worth. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Right. And so I'm not going to give a whole lot, but that's just kind of one of those topics where I want to touch on where, listen, how how do you identify your worth? Right. What is what what do you associate worth with? And I realize that most people associate the word worth with what you won't put up with. Mm. You know, well, you know, it's crazy because something I heard at I don't know if it was a revival. I've been so many things. It's crazy. But it was it stuck with me. Remember that. The woman you deal with, and then he said to the woman, remember the man you deal with mm-hmm. is the child of God. Mm-hmm. Watch what, how you treat each other because, yeah, you might be mad. Yeah, you might, but you have to understand who they daddy is. Right. And then people start wondering why things in their life is happening the way it is because yeah. God, like, I see, God's the one who could make you sit there and feel guilty. Have you sit there, can't sleep, mm-hmm. you know, have a Saul moment where you just tripping 24-7 yeah. until you finally say, you know what, I'm sorry. Yeah, because it's not so much just God making you feel that way. It's your understanding of who God is that makes you, that's called conviction. Yeah. That's what makes you feel reverence. guilt. Yeah, reverence. Yeah. And, and, and that's what makes you feel uh, what you feel when you feel like, you know, remorseful, you feel guilty. Uh, for one, just say amen to that because you understand you have reference. The Holy Spirit hasn't left you. God has given you some kind of knowledge. Hey, I'm still in this thing, and he's still with me. And so it's important just to know how to treat each other. Relationship is so so powerful. I say this all the time. I I say it just about every time I preach. It's so important to me, um, and I think it's super important to the body of Christ that how we treat each other says everything about our relationship with Christ. Amen. Reason being is because he says, listen, like I just said earlier, you know, uh, love the Lord God with all your heart, your soul, your might, your might, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Second greatest commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. It's hard to do. So we don't, we not only have to get to know ourselves in Christ, but we have to begin to learn how to love each other in Christ properly. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's why that's so important. And, um, Going back to like the women's perspective thing, I think that when when once we can understand a woman's perspective, we can begin to get in our rightful place as men of God. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And so for the, for the women who are, are are probably questioning or just concerned, like, hey, uh, what are you gonna say that? How do you know what our perspective is? For one, I probably could speak on some things just based off a little bit of experience um, of dealing with women. Um, I have a wife of my own of 10 years, and I, you know, um, this is my second marriage, and um, uh, uh, it's pretty blissful, but it's up to me, you know what I mean, to try to get to an understanding of my wife, and also for her to try to get an understanding of me. You know, so, it's something something deep that a lot of women have to understand, too, is that a lot of 
young men, especially young black men, grew up with a mother. That is what determined a lot of what they look for in a wife. Either things that they did not want to do, deal with and things that they wanted to deal with, right? Right. And so you have a perspective. You know how so you spent, what, 18, most time, you spent 18 years with a mother, a grandmother, aunties, yep. that all from different walks of life, careers or whatever, but you knew them before you were introduced into anybody that was considered outside your family, a stranger, mm -hmm. right? So you can have a perspective from understanding women. Right. Because you, it's not like you just say, oh, yeah, all women. Like, no, from my understanding, because everybody has their own perspective of how either dealt with experience or dealt with, you know, life change or where they come from. Because one, one thing that I could say, because God keeps saying this in my ear about it, is that a lot, of, a lot of people in general, men and women, need to say, who am I? Right. Because a lot of people, you can't say worth if you don't know who you are. Exactly. You don't even know where you're supposed to go. A lot of times, you know, like a lot of preachers say, we got to stay in our lane, right? But you don't know what lane you're supposed to be in. Yeah. That's why you swerving, yeah. you know. And, and uh, men are doing stuff that, you know, shouldn't be doing. 100%. Yep. Women are doing the same thing because we're not knowing our lanes. If you go to most people that's married, ask them, first of all, what does a husband and wife mean? He, there's a lot of people that say, oh, I love him. Oh, he loved me. Let's get married. Right. But nobody went through understanding, first of all, themselves of how they deal with situations. You know, I've always seen this and I've done counseling on this is that a lot of times when somebody break up, when somebody, you know, had a girlfriend, they broke up, they went automatically find somebody else because, first of all, you didn't want to be lonely and you have abandonment issues. Yep. Then you didn't get a chance to know yourself. So all this stuff is a reflection of what you dealt with in the past that you're like, you know what? My ego got stroked because I didn't like this. I agree. Instead of knowing I like this, I don't like this, I'll accept this. God's already had a predestination for you. Mm -hmm. You just had to learn what it is or deny being what everybody wants you to be and be what God wants you to be. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's a that's a great learning. It's a great something that we have to, every, each one of us we have to learn. And it's a daily thing. It is. It's it's it literally. When they say deny, deny yourself and pick up your cross daily. daily. Yeah, <laughs> you really have to examine your heart each and every day. Um, allow God to go in and and, and surgically remove some things. Uh, that's not like Him. The areas that are void, we have to allow God to go in and occupy that space intentionally. God, this is this is where I will allow you to take residence. You know, immediately. Right. Because I'm unsure. But I can always put my certainty in Christ. Amen. You know, so, yeah. But all in all, man, it's a symposium of hopefully we can have, well, we will. We will have great fun. We will have uh, a, a ton of different things and ideas I put I put together for women. I'm catering to women. I want women, literally, it's catered to you. I want you to come out and have fun, enjoy yourselves, and hey, girl, hey, all night. You know, sister girl, this and whatever it is y'all do, how y'all kiki and ha ha together. Mm -hmm. um, this is the same that that type of event. Uh, you can find uh, the tickets on Eventbrite. It's two days. It's fifteen dollars just for for both days. So one time fee of fifteen dollars, um, and you will leave with something. You'll 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 be uh, you know you'll be happy about it. I'm, I'm positive about uh, the outcome of this event, and so it's a great symposium. 
it's something that we need not just in this city, but like kind of all across the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's going on in other countries, but I'm gonna just say all across the world, we need it. We need to have like open dialogue, uh, especially in building relationships. This is for the single person. This is for you know those of you that's out there with a cuddy buddy. With somebody, you know, friends, friends. I ain't with, heard that in yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah, friends with benefits, husbands and wives, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever your relationship title is, even if it, even if if your uh, relationship is is considered um, confusing or, you know, whatever y'all want to call it, man, it's hey, it's it's for you, and so fellas, I I would say wholeheartedly, man, please come out, bring your wives. Ladies, bring your husbands, bring your spouse, bring your the guy that you ho- you're hoping to um, that would get down on one knee and be your ha- uh, ever after. So Amen. yeah, it's gonna be good. It's a symposium from a woman's perspective, man. I've gotten so much feedback. I've asked. I was surveying women, like I was moving around asking women, you know, uh, kind of basic questions like, you know, can you tell me uh, what a uh, what the perfect gentleman is or the perfect man is. And everyone was, uh, a lot of people would stop at chivalry. And, uh, you know, biblically, uh, a, a man is, is considered a gentleman because that's what he is to be. When you separate those words, he's to be a gentleman um, to people in general. Um, and this doesn't make us soft. It's just that we're considerate of all things. Mm-hmm. And so um, if we're going to be like Christ, we need to consider all things and so that we put things in their proper places. And I'm really trying to, um, help us as men get back to our proper places. Uh, I would love to be able to help or women help us understand their perspective and for them to get in their proper places also. Right. So, you know, I did something the other night. I was talking about, um, and this was just poured on my heart. I didn't even have an intention on making a live video or anything, but I was just speaking about, um, you know, the same way that Christ gives us grace and mercy. He also extends to us a bag of grace and a bag of mercy for us to distribute it, it how we please, you know, how, and what we want to do with that. And so um, you can have an unlimited bag of, of grace and mercy. And so for the for women, this goes both ways, but I was speaking to women when I said it in the video. The Holy Spirit just fell on me like, man, someone needs to hear this right now. And I'm just saying, like, uh, people need grace. They need grace from you, you know. They need that mercy. They need some people don't know how to apologize. That's another thing I would love to touch on. It's um, the art of apologies, you know, how to apologize to not only your spouse, but to friends and family. We got as people going on 30, 40 years waiting for someone to say, I'm sorry. Right. Like the value of that. I'm sorry has diminished so bad. You know, that person's gone on with their life and done so many things. And so you have suffered under your own arrest, mm-hmm. you know, waiting on someone to give you something that they've pretty much felt like they didn't owe you. That part. And so, yeah, so it's so many different things I would love. I, I can't wait to touch on um, that of talking about a gentleman. I want to talk about ladies, for my single ladies out there. I come up with a topic. I'm going to share some of this stuff with y'all. I've come up with a topic called job hunting. And um, I would love to hear y'all opinions on this because I believe when you're single, and you're dating, it's okay to uh, it's okay to take applications, it's okay to <laughs> do interviews, you know, but everybody doesn't get that 90 day probationary period. You can't hire everybody, right? You know, and so while you're out there, I so many people, man, this thing didn't come by default, man. I just it's just like so many people are saying, 
you know, when when is God going to give me my man? When is my this and my that? When is he going to come? He's coming, but it's a lot of different things. I would love for y'all to come and hear what some of the men have to say about, you know, single, being single, about single women, uh, some of the reactions. Maybe it'll help you remove or adjust, should I say, some of your standards. Right. That's another That's another thing, man. Standards are so high. Well, let me tell you just simple this. Man, I'm going to tell you, me and my sister had a Bible study, and we was reading 1 Corinthians chapter 7. If you're single, if you're a widow, if you're a divorcee, if you're married, if you in <laughs> any type of relationship, go read 1 Corinthians chapter 7, the whole chapter, to really understand how a Christian person mm-hmm. should be in a relationship. Yeah. Because... I didn't. Nev- I don't know. I might have read it, you know, when you get the little scriptures on the app, but I didn't really know the in depth until I read from verse one to the end, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, that's that's powerful." Because a lot of times we don't know what relationships are. We think relationships is I use I use you until I can't use you no more, wow. because that is what we've been prone to. Or I deal with you as long as you are useful, you know. And and it's the, it's sad to say, but like you said. That's how people treat God. Because mm-hmm. the way you treat other people, you're going to treat God the same way. Well, I'll deal with you when I'm bad and down. But then when I'm good, I'm gone again. Or I'm, I'm a sometimey where I, I'm sometimes with you and then sometimes I'm over here. And you, it goes into James or being a double-minded person because you're over here quoting scriptures, but then you're cussing somebody out on the other end. Right. And it's because you unstable in how you carry relationships, not just with God. It's with everybody. You cool with somebody one day, you can't stand them another day. It's like your emotions ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. and there's no, there's no. Well, like I love except in um, in Second Timothy. I could be quoting it wrong. It's in Timothy where it talks mm-hmm. about that you have the power of self love, that you have self discipline. Like these, those two quality things mm-hmm. keep you consistent. Right. Because if you have self love and you have discipline. You can control being sporadic where, oh, I'm cool this day, and then I'm bipolar the next day. Right. Because <laughs> God wants to see you being consistent because the only way that you can build something is being consistent. If you was building something brick by brick, and one day you build and one day you walk away, and then one day you build and one day you walk away, you will never get to where you're supposed to be going yeah. in God's design. Yeah. I was dropping yeah. a gem right there. Yeah. It, it, it is, man. Um, when you say... You know about uh, being one way, and we're the ones like we do. We do Christ a disservice when we say that we're His ambassadors and we're representatives of Christ. But um, I, I'll tell people in a heartbeat, like God is invisible, and so the only way that we can show people Christ is through us. Like in the, in the physical, like the visible, right. the visible God is us. He it's He that lives through us. He lives in us and through us, and so we have to allow that to happen. Uh, wholeheartedly, like a hundred percent, we have to allow Christ to just have His way. Well, you know, it says in the Bible that too. In yeah. First, in First John, it says simply, yeah. "How can you love God, somebody you can't, can't see, see, exactly, and don't love the brothers and sisters you do see?" Yeah, yeah. That was a, it. Can't yeah. get no clearer than that. And that's the that's the basis of all of this. It's all relational. It's a relationship thing. It's um when you get to the point of I, I just God just has it on my heart to speak to women from Amen. a woman's perspective. And I think that I really believe that it's because uh, we as men, we have given women um, a lot of our authority. 
You know, I don't want to go too deep, but I I really believe we've given women a lot of our authority. And then there's certain things that cliches and things that's been created. It, It doesn't make it a bad thing. Like being an independent woman, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a rightful place in your marriage. There's a rightful place, you know, even as a single woman. You know, and, and and that goes into the part where we've going from the the men's side where mm-hmm. we've quoted stuff wrongly, mm-hmm. where we're like, oh, it's my way or the highway, and then we forgot that he was she was took from the rib. Yeah, that's the side. Y'all supposed to work together. Y'all supposed to become one. First yeah. of all, yeah. and a lot of times it's a discord because there's not one; it's two different people fighting for the top spot. Exactly, it's a competition. It's, it's a between competition where now. people are like, well, I'm, and and then. People get mad that there's a discord. You can't be mad if you guys are not learning to gel together. To, to and, and, together. Uh, and understanding that you make yourself unequally yoked when you don't want to be a wife, when you don't want to be a husband, yeah. and, and actually come together and understand you're on the same team. Yeah, so what we do is we forget that God set the mold. Right. And we don't incorporate, we, we, we say we, you know, God's the center. And like you said with the phrase, uh, it's my way or the highway, a man will say that. But men will also say, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. We're contradicting in, in the things that we say and how we move. And so uh, what happens is we begin to, to, even in happy wife, happy life, right, we begin to cater our everything to her to try to please her. When later on, that because you've done it so often, you're trying to make it. If you just see that, you're like, wow, nothing makes her happy. You know, then you become tolerant of her. Mm. It's no longer even about happy wife, happy life, like really trying to make her happy, You, which we are responsible for some parts of her happiness, you know. Um, but then it becomes. Well, I want to say this, too, because it was so deep. Mm-hmm. You can't be in charge of nobody's happiness if they can't be happy for themselves. For themselves, yeah. And, and so, but that's the, that's the piece. Women, if you know what makes you happy. You share that those things with us. Right. You share those things with us. So when you're not feeling a certain way, you don't feel like being happy. It's my responsibility to know that what pulls you out of the rut. Right. You know, but sometimes if you don't share it with me, I don't know. I just, I assume. Assuming. And and assuming is a bridge to nowhere. Yeah. Because you're never going to get it. You're and then you guess what? It. After assume, as, assumptions is overthinking. And after overthinking is sin. Right. I'm just yeah. leech simply as and that. That's, that's where that tolerance <laughs> lies. Like it, it's a tolerance. I begin to tolerate my wife because she's my wife. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this because I don't want to disappoint God. I don't want to say like sound like, you know, I don't want to sound crazy because I don't want to uh, tip God off, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like God is up there like, bro, if you don't go, you got it all messed up anyway already. Right. You know what I mean? And you use a phrase that ain't biblical. Yeah. Because the thing, I, I, I heard that phrase when I was younger, but then I loved the new phrase that they made because it, it made more sense. Mm-hmm. Happy spouse, mm-hmm. happy house. Yeah. Because if y'all both make sure, first of all, y'all in charge of your own happiness. Right. And then be able to enjoy each other and support each other. Because one thing that that makes the biggest discord is when you're not loyal to each other. Yeah, and loyalty don't mean like oh you got to do it, but actually care to say you know when you're on a on a team right yeah you loyal to your team yeah. I'm gonna make sure we work not yeah. I work yeah. not because I, I I don't understand when people say this is mine mm-hmm. and then that's yours and then which which yours is mine too yeah you know it's 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 so much of a discord because the devil know if he could get in the head mm-hmm. of the spouse. Oh yeah, it's gonna he's gonna tear, gonna yeah. tear up everything yeah. because at the at this head, first there's God, mm-hmm. then there's the head of both of these parents, and then guess what? If that breaks, 
Yeah. It goes down to the kids and make a generational curse where they say, I saw my parents do this, and yep. that's how I, how it's going to be. Yep. And it caused a generational curse yeah. that makes so much discord for your whole bloodline. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so it's a lot to it, man. Um, I, I, I understand. I've learned that in, in marriage, in a relationship, period, I don't want to just harp on marriages, but in relationships, period. One of the most important things um, you're going to want to do is be considerate of one another's feelings uh, because uh, it's just that much. It's that much important to know, to try to understand the person versus like a constant combating against each other because that turns into just a tit for tat. And so this is in friendships, this is in uh, uh, romantic relationships, non-romantic, platonic relationships. Whatever the relationship is, if you really value that person, you honor that person uh, for whoever they are, you will consider their feelings. And when, in considering, you really sit yourself down, um, take a step back, and look through the window mm-hmm. to try to see from their perspective. And that's what I, I, I try to do um, in, in all things, I'm literally trying to see from another person's perspective. And I really want us as men to hear from women, hear their perspective on, on certain topics. Right. And we sit back and really try to put ourselves, you know, in their minds at some capacity where we can say, you know what, I understand now. Right. I get it. And so really. And be able to be open to hear your ugly truth. Yeah. Because I think as. A lot of people, nobody want to hear something bad. But guess what? The only way that you can get change is to be uncomfortable. True. Simple as that. Yeah. But I'm going to just say, so say it again. When when the event this, is. The event, uh, from a woman's perspective, it's a symposium. From a woman's perspective, January 10th and 11th, that's a Friday, Saturday. We're going from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. You can go to eventbrite.com and search from a woman's perspective eventbrite.com search from a woman's perspective it's $15 for both days not $15 for each day $15 for both days um it's just going to be an amazing night let's make it a girls night out ladies um come prepared to be catered to and uh, and have some fun come prepared to get the chip off your shoulder come prepared to 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 teach us to to share your perspective to help us to understand uh what it is to be in the mind of a woman, uh, we just want to understand you, understand you, and I want you all to understand. If you don't know already, I will share some things with you that God has revealed from, from, to me that are biblical, uh, especially to our Christian women. If you are not a Christian woman, you're still invited to come because um, you cannot go wrong with biblical principle. Amen. You cannot go wrong with the, the ultimate principle. You can't go wrong with godly principle. And so I just want to say, listen, thank you to everyone that has tuned in. Um, I, I really pray, hope and pray that you all will support this thing. Ladies, you are the driving force behind this, uh, behind the topic, the idea of going into your mind um, wanting to cater to you, uh, designing this for men so that we can understand you and hear your heart and not just hear your heart, but really try to understand your heart and see things from your perspective so that we can treat you better so that we will learn how to handle you better. And so one more time, man, it's Pastor J3, your favorite pastor's favorite pastor, uh, 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 from a woman's perspective, the symposium, January 10th and 11th, $15 on Eventbrite search from a woman's perspective, it will be held inside the theater at Canyon Springs High School, January 10th and 11th, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. 
Uh, we'll have some performances, DJ, the whole nine. It's going down, man. So it's going to be a great time. Well, I'm going to just say out there, too, if you plan on coming, don't co go there to complain. Go there to find a solution. Come to complain. We'll now, find a solution together. Go there <laughs> to say a solution because a lot of times things will go in circles because you yeah. complain. No, we won't. There's a structure to this. There's a structure. And um, it's not, it's not, it's not a, um, we're not just throwing a dart at a board. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's literally structure to this. There's an answer to what you're saying if there is a question. But if you're just coming with your perspective, just know that there is another perspective that which the, pertains in the Bible. Amen. So, um, and, and that's for, you know, biblical principle for those of you that are, 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 are Christians and those of you that are not. Whatever, man. We, look, we here to just try to get it right. That's all. Amen. We just want to get it right. And so... Um, men, I salute y'all out there, man. Um, don't don't be tolerant, you know. And um, let's just let's just I don't know. Let's just make this. Let's let's do the right thing, man. Let's come together. Uh, let's treat our women right. Let's do everything in our power to hold each other accountable to our women, but to each other also as men. I want to uh, help you hold your head up, brother. So when you see me, if you see me with my head down, tip it up for me. Lift my chin up. Amen. Amen. With that being said. We, we thank you for coming on, Pastor Jay. Thank you, man. Thank you and, so much. Um, all I can say is this. Cletus! <laughs> Amen. Amen. So all I can say right now, what I'm going to leave with, I think is appropriate with what we were talking about. And I just want to just tell you the signs of maturity. The signs of maturity. You, re you forgive more. You respect differences. You don't force love. You accept heartache. You don't judge easily. Small talk no longer excites you. You become more open-minded. Sleep is better than a Friday night out. You sometimes prefer to be in silence than engage in nonsense fights. Your happiness don't depend on people, but from your inner self. We say we mature, we need to understand what maturity means. We say we love, you need to understand what love means. When you understand the definition of it, you can see if you got it. Amen. So, like I said, this is Pastor Jay. Make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app if you ain't have it already. That's on Google, Apple, the Play Stores, y'all. Go download the Anointed Radio app here all day, 24-hour Christian music all day. And... I want you to say you can listen to this interview. You can listen to all the past interviews on our playback system on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music, Radio.com, Pandora. We're on all of it. Go check us out. Go listen to our old past interviews and go check it out. DM us and talk about the interviews that we've done. And if you have a friend that's out there that has a great business venture or, or a song or something, you're like, oh, they'd be great for Anointed Radio hit us up on lvanointedradio at gmail.com and we can work something out. But with that being said, I want you to stay thankful for what you have. Be thankful for who's still around. Be thankful for what God has shown you as lessons in your life so that you don't have to keep bumping your head because God has greater for you. I say that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I see y'all on Sunday.